Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You got this tree that fell down, you said, on Montana Avenue? Yeah. I saw that this morning. Oh, you did? I was driving back from the bagel shop, and I, <laughs> I was driving, and I had the sun in my eyes, and suddenly I came up on this yellow caution tape, and I came to a stop. And I'm looking, and I'm trying to figure out what I was looking at. Yeah, I saw the tree, another eucalyptus tree. This is like the tree uh, behind our our property. I was gonna. I was thinking it's, about you, so it, it's right. still standing. Yeah, but here's the weird thing: my wife and I went on a walk on that exact road on Montana Avenue just the other day. Yeah, we walked by those trees, and I said, "Are those eucalyptus trees?" And she goes, "Yeah, they are." Because I'm getting to keep track of this stuff. I said, well, that's a lot. It's a lot of eucalyptus trees along that block. I said, well, one of those could fall. She goes, oh, yeah. And a couple days later, it did. I think I put a hex on it. You did. Because it's right along uh, a a golf course there. Well, hopefully a hex hasn't been put on the one uh, in your your backyard area. It's a Johnny Ken show here. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I have a picture of it. I'll show you. I tell you, I stopped and I took a photo of it. But it didn't, uh, you know, nothing fell on my head. This is going to be the longest streak of cold temperatures in Los Angeles since 2005. Uh, It says this is the eighth day in a row that downtown L.A. has not topped 60 degrees. That has not happened since 2005. And that was the last super wet winter we had. Was that El Nino? That was 0405. Yeah, it may have been an El Nino. It acted like one anyway. 
Uh, we probably won't get to the 20 straight days when this happened in 1949, where temperatures did not get above 60 degrees in downtown Los Angeles. But there is another round of rain and snow coming. And, of course, one of the big stories is happening in the mountain communities of San Bernardino County. They've declared an emergency. Uh, people are stranded in homes in these mountain communities. Uh, residents of Crestline, Lake Arrowhead, places like that, Running Springs. Let's bring on Blake Trolley, KFI News, with more on what's going on up there. Blake. Yeah, guys, it it is an absolute uh, mess out here. I mean, Lake Arrowhead got more than five feet of snow, as did Crest, uh, Crestline. Wrightwood got more than four feet. Areas like Forest Falls, still three feet of snow. So it's a mess. Homes are snowed in. People can't leave and get food, medication. Crews are trying to clear roadways. There's really no saying uh, at this point when public access is going to be restored to many mountain roads, especially because the area, as you mentioned, Ken, is about to get hit with more snow. National Weather Service meteorologist Dan Gregoria says the challenges are likely to remain difficult. We have another major winter storm on the way. Uh, we'll have periods of light snow today. It's going to pick up and become widespread and heavy tonight through Wednesday afternoon. And we're looking at one to two feet of additional snowfall. Right now, a group of drivers are parked at the bottom of the 18 up to Crestline, Lake Arrowhead. A few of them tell me they've been informed that about 5 o'clock today, they should be able to go back up. I spoke to one guy who said his wife is at the ho- uh, at his house, home alone, struggling with the snow. He says he came down the hill for that recent NASCAR event in Fontana. He's been stuck down here since. Uh, this guy says he was helping his mom in L.A. County and got stuck here or stuck down in the valley a few days ago. Stuck down here while my wife's still up here by herself and uh, you know I haven't been able to get back since Wednesday and you know in my house the uh, snow is so high that it's like probably taller than I am right now from the pictures I've been sent. Are you yeah. worried at all for your wife there alone? Yeah I mean if we're to last much longer I'd be a lot worried you know the weight of all the snow on our decks and outside and piling up. I have a neighbor I've been in contact with he's trying to help out a little bit but you can only do so much too so gotcha are you frustrated with the county at all and the response or yeah, the government and its response because you know the information we've gotten seems to be hit and miss whether it's real or not they say it's going to open it one time then it doesn't and then you know even the guy we talked to that let us on the road here that's you know managing vehicles said yeah that yesterday they were telling him one time and then they did something different so it's just nobody seems to be communicating the real story to each other. The Red Cross has set up a shelter for people stuck down here in the valley. Um, one man I spoke with says he was actually in the hospital, came out of the hospital, and found out he couldn't go back home. Uh, this woman says rescue crews in a snowcat had to get her out of her home because she lost power, which she needs for a medical device. So I was out uh, without electricity to run my oxygen concentrator, and. Uh, ran low on, was running low on my backup oxygen supplies. And uh, the fire and rescue had to come and get me and take me to a shelter where I'd have electricity for my oxygen machine. They took me to uh, Thousand Pines Christian Camp where they had about a hundred school kids that were stranded up there. And I stayed there until Monday afternoon when all the school kids were able to get down the hill. 
and the workers at the camp were wanting to get home. So they took me to another shelter in Lake Gregory, but they didn't feel like they were equipped to have, handle somebody with medical issues. Wow. So the fire, the sheriff's department brought me down to Redlands. And again, guys, that started Saturday, so it has been a really long journey that uh, for that woman. Uh, is 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 the, the? Do they not have enough snow plows? Is that is it the obvious issue? You know, and that's what a lot of uh, the locals here seem to think, the people that are getting basically reports sent down to them from people who live up in this area. They feel like the government in some ways has maybe been caught off guard with this heavy snow storm. Right, but I would I would think that you could only have so many snow plows in stock. Mm-hmm. I mean, this hasn't happened in anybody's memory. from Because no, uh, we've talked with some people, you know, who, who live up there, and nobody remembers anything close to this. Yeah, I actually asked the county board of supervisors today, too. I asked one of their aides, you know, is the county now eyeing this differently given this storm? Is there going to be a different level of prep? And, you know, she just basically alluded to the fact that it's really early to that. But it sounds like that discussion. Will I mean, can you can the up. state get involved, the federal government get involved, FEMA? And well, we, we, it seems like we need a caravan of uh, a couple of hundred snowplows. Well, yeah, and you know, an assemblyman, Assemblyman Tom Lackey, signed on with a state senator, signed a letter, sent it up to Gavin Newsom's office, asking the governor to declare a state of emergency on this. I've so far heard no updates on that. I actually reached out to the governor's office before this. I reached out to Tom Lackey, you know, asked, has, you know, have you heard back from the governor on this? Because it seems like, especially with more snow on the way, these people need resources. Well, they're going to carry, they're going to run out of food. Because mm-hmm. I, I've seen photos, people can't open their front doors, or if they do open the front doors, they're looking at like four or five feet of snow right in front of the door there. Like there's no physical way to get through this, let alone make it down to, you know, the road, and you can't walk in it, especially if you're older. Uh, you're you're trapped, and and you're you're in trouble once once the food runs out or the power is out in, in a number of places as well. Yeah. So well, it seems yeah, like I mean, uh, this is like an emergency time for, for the federal government to be doing something. I don't know what exactly. It's going to be interesting to see how much stronger those calls for a, a big state of emergency, uh, you know, come, John. You know, I know you have a, I believe you have a home, right, up in the Arrowhead area. Yeah. So you're pretty familiar. So Jensen's Market, I spoke with the manager of Jensen's Market uh, today, the one in Blue Jay. And he yeah, said I go there that, all know, the time. Yeah, he said he's about to run out of um, eggs and milk. What's interesting is he said it's going to depend on how much people can even get to the market because people are stuck inside their homes. He says otherwise, because of that, he's been pretty well stocked up. That said, it sounds like his store is not, you know, uh, I guess you could say is it other stores are having other situations. This is manager Eric Lee from the uh, Jensen's Finest Foods. Yeah, I I haven't spoken to either one of the store managers as of yet, but I've heard stories that the Running Spring store is already empty, um, that they're that they don't have anything left, and I'm not too sure about Cedar Glen. So there you have, it. and we've heard other stories, other testimonials. Well, pouring the in the, about uh, the, the delivery trucks delivery trucks can't get in there. No, like the guy- I actually saw a I saw a semi truck parked here at, at the 18. I said, "What are you transporting up there?" He said, "Hospital linens." So he's at the bottom of the hill trying oh, to get yeah. hospital supplies. Yeah, up. there's a hospital in Lake Arrowhead too. That's probably sealed off. All right, Blake, thank you very much. All right, thanks, guys. Hi, Blake Trolley, KFI News, covering what's going on in the mountains of San Bernardino County. Residents up there stuck, and if you're at an elevation of 6,500 feet or so and above, 
it could be another two to three feet of snow coming in the next 24 hours. You think about that. It sounds like most people have power. But uh, I, I guess, John, what you need to do is get out there with your rifle and hunt. Uh, oh, if you need food. there you go. That's right. You know, there are bears up there. Yeah. So you could, you could shoot a bear. No, you and can't. Dra- well, yeah, you can. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Just, you pull you the make trigger. Make those and, open pits, yeah. right? <laughs> Put it on a skewer. First of all, Ken, you know could what? you see John going and hunting for bear? I mean, really? No, no, that would be comical. Sure. And then I, I would drag the bear with my uh-huh. bare hands. He would run into cocaine bear, and that would be the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iArt Radio app. Well, we'll talk about the U.S. Supreme Court hearing arguments concerning Biden's plan to forgive student loans. A couple of states went and drew up a lawsuit along with uh, some people who were not going to benefit from the program. And the Supreme Court decided to take the case. We'll tell you part of what they talked about. We won't be seeing a decision probably until June. But Biden wanted to give forgive more than $400 billion in student loans. And uh, we both thought that you can't do that. <clears throat> the president doesn't have that power. Sounds like the Supreme Court agrees with that. Uh, they have just got to read the Constitution. <clears throat> yeah. They have released details of the search warrant when it comes to the home of Brian Koberger's parents in Pennsylvania, where he was arrested in December. Koberger is the man accused of killing those four University of Idaho college students at their off-campus home back in November. Uh, They took uh, a flashlight, four medical-style gloves, a white T-shirt, a Washington State Cougar sweatshirt, a pair of black and white Nike shoes, a pair of black socks, black shorts. They took his underwear, black boxers. Oh, and a cheek swab to obtain his DNA. A cheek swab. <laughs> a cheek swab. Now, of course, they think that the killer wore dark clothing and seemingly left no fingerprints. Uh, people have been saying that they did see Koberger wearing surgical gloves in the weeks after the killings in his comings and goings. Because remember, he returned to school and tried to act like nothing happened. And then he got in a car with his father and drove cross-country for the uh, winter break to uh, get back to his Pennsylvania home, where at that point they knew they had their guy and they arrested him. They had already gone through the trash uh, outside the family home to collect other uh, evidence of DNA. What's the defense going to be? I I mean, I don't see an obvious hook here to, to like, try to fool and manipulate the jury. Like what, uh, what, what, uh, you know, they can't uh, claim there's a racial animosity or. No, it's just going to be the usual. This is just circumstantial. This could have happened for other reasons. Oh, uh, you mean his. You have no eyewitnesses. His, his, I know his DNA. His DNA. At he the went scene? to a party at the house and he dropped some spit. I don't his know. Knife, his, his knife sheath. Yeah, his knife sheath. <laughs> with his DNA on it. I think. Yeah, with his DNA on it. Yeah. yeah that's a tough uh, I don't one. know. That's kind of tough to get around, I think. Meanwhile, a Reddit channel, Reddit's pretty wide open, right? Isn't that kind of crazy? Oh, yeah. Well, a, a lot of it is. It's an open well, message it, board. Supporters of Brian Koberger has been actually shut down. You may be surprised to hear that there was a subreddit group called Brian Nation. They've been banned for repeatedly violating Reddit's moderator code of conduct. Not that I thought there was one. 
but I guess there yeah, is. They do have moderators to keep uh, everything from getting out of hand. I see. But, but the uh, idea is to let people, you know, voice their opinions yeah, and exchange their ideas. It's not really suppressing opinion. It's just to suppress harassment and, and really things of a foul nature. Right. Uh, there's also a Facebook community, Justice for Brian Koberger. Are these wow. just trolls? Just, you know, college guys trying to get people pissed. They want to be contrarians. I mean, but well, just for fun, just because it works. If Because I've seen this with, uh, you know, comment threads, right, for news articles. Somebody will say something incendiary, and suddenly there's this huge food fight, right? Then there's 40 people arguing with each other. Uh, I see. They do yeah. it on purpose because they love to see the food fight. Exactly, yeah. And that's yeah. what I, that's, I mean, I, that's like 90% of the internet. Right. Is, is a-hole guys just typing something to see what happens. Start an argument. And uh, people fall for it all the time. Some people are saying this is a rush to judgment, whether they truly believe that or not. <laughs> They're pointing to other people who have been wrongly convicted. I hate that phrase. <laughs> what is the proper speed to judgment? A little surprising these days, too, because this is a white man accused of a horrible murder of four people. That, they don't. I wouldn't think they would get as much support. Who would be? Who would be emotionally invested in Brian Coburner? Okay, he's this uh, antisocial dweeb who who murdered four people really brutally for no reason other than well, he's a psycho. Really, who, who's a fan of that? I, I can't believe any of these people are sincere. Maybe we should talk to Scott Bond. He's a criminologist, and he wrote a book called Why We Love Serial Killers. There's a spectrum when it comes to people who are fascinated by accused killers. On the one hand, there's people that are just curious, but the others, it becomes an obsession. They see so many pictures of the guy, and they just get all sorts of, some of them get romantic over mm. They look and decide, uh, this can't be anybody that oh, would kill yeah, people. No, there, there is a strain look at this of, poor, innocent face. There's a strain of loopy women who fall for every serial killer out there. Uh, even Manson had his fans. I know. Yeah. I mean, remember the Menendez brothers? Uh, one of them married. One, one, one of, those, of his uh, obsessives, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always that way. I know. Are there guys that fall in love with female killers? Or uh, no, there aren't as many... Female yeah, there aren't as many, killers. and they're usually kind of harsh looking. Yeah. I mean, some of the male serial, serial killers are cute. And Ted Bundy was a handsome guy. Mm. You know, the, the Menden, Menendez brothers weren't bad looking. But uh, I don't know. I yeah, think some of, think that, well, I want to mother him and love him, and I can make a good person out of him. Deborah's got to explain that. No, That's, no, I can't. Yeah, not well, there was type. this Kentucky woman who was sending love letters to Koberger. And photos of herself. God, she's got to be a little... She says she's lovesick over him. 35-year-old single mom who's got a 16-year-old son. She shows you that she's already... Uh... Why is she single? Hmm. Can't uh... find anybody else, really? <laughs> she called Kohlberger her divine masculine counterpart. Yeah. Interesting that, way to put it. That kid ought to bolt. I'm not mentally imbalanced. <laughs> what? Does she realize that he stabbed three women to death? Probably. Yeah. All right, when we come you know, back... If you're ever in a situation where you have to announce that, that you're not mentally unbalanced, that means you are. Yeah. I don't know who that was. <laughs> oh, the was Supreme that, Court oh, was that heard... Deborah? Oh, that was a Deborah tape? I didn't pick up on that. I'll play that again. It was not live. I'm not mentally imbalanced. <laughs> oh, I thought that was live, too. <laughs> no. 
that's that's some kind of I was artificial to intelligence she's pretending not to be me. Imbalanced. That's artificial like intelligence pretending to be me. That was not me. <laughs> what, I, I mean, what did John just say? If you have to declare yourself yes. not mentally unbalanced, yes, you probably yes, are. Yes, you had that? So yes. he dug that out. Wow, that was fast. That is great. Eric got you there, Deborah. Wow, play that again. Play I'm that not again. mentally imbalanced. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> Welcome back, colonoscopy girl. <laughs> Boy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Thanks, Eric. <laughs> I try. Chepper's <laughs> got news. Yeah, we're on one to four. So if you missed the show live, pick it up on the iHeartRadio app, the podcast, or go to KFIAM640.com to download the John and Ken On Demand podcast. The Moist Line is returning already in three days. It's another reminder that we collect messages. We'll harvest the messages and see what's worth playing. Not a high bar. Uh, you can use the iHeartRadio app to leave a message or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. And I am not mentally unbalanced, declares Deborah Mark. I'm not. I don't even remember that. I don't either. I told you it's AI. It's not really me. Eric is that is very right? Talented. Do you believe he fabricated yes. that using some sort of uh, program, yeah. Yeah. algorithm? Mm-hmm. Wow. November 1st, 2022. <laughs> Look at that. I guess we could, we could play it in the context if you really want to push it. <laughs> I don't have the context. <laughs> you don't have the whole discussion. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments today over Joe Biden's plan to give, forgive more than $400 billion in student loans. The argument is only Congress can approve such a large amount of federal spending. Okay, we're done. All all spending originates in the House of Representatives. That's in the Constitution. That's the system. That is the system. Then the Senate ratifies it, and it goes on to the president to sign it. Uh, But uh, even when the Senate wants to make changes, it has to go back to the House, and then they have to approve the Senate changes. This seemed to be lost on one of the justices. You can guess it's one of the left-leaning justices, Sonia Sotomayor, who said today, there are 50 million students who will benefit from this. And now you're saying is we're going to give judges the right to decide how much aid to give them rather than the Secretary of Education? No. Boy, if she actually thinks that, she should not be a judge. I know. That, 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 then all, all she is is a, a politician, uh, an activist. That, that is not a judge. You read the Constitution. Nothing says that Congress can't forgive the loans. They can. You have to get Congress to do that. Right. But here's the reason this happened last year. Biden had terrible poll numbers all of last year, and it looked as if the Democrats were going to lose big. And this was an issue that polled really well with a lot of young Democratic voters. You want to get them out to the primaries. You want to get them out to the general election. So you say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to forgive your debts. And so they did. But not one person got $1. The Biden administration knew that it was going to go to court, that it was going to go to the Supreme Court, and that it was going to lose. They knew all this. But they also knew none of that was going to happen until after the election. Yes. So what they do is they fool all the saps 
who are ignorant of the Constitution, ignorant of the process. Because they, I, I see these people, and they're sad and pathetic losers. They're in their 20s and 30s, and they're holding up signs demanding that their loans be forgiven. It's like, God, you have no self-esteem, no pride at all. What are you doing? You're begging? You, agree, you signed for the loan. You agreed to it. You could have said no. You could have not taken the money. I, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm astonished by this. So they use something called the HEROES Act to cover permanent forgiveness of up to $10,000 for borrowers who earn less than $125,000 a year and an additional ten grand for people who held Pell Grants, which were well, awarded to the needy students. Well, you got to read the HEROES Act. That was uh, passed in 2003 specifically for servicemen who got called into active duty. Had due to 9-11. 9-11 and the Iraq War. And so right. those, and, and, and the way the uh, it was worded is if, if there is uh, some kind of uh, war or military action or other national emergency. So what they did is they clipped out those two words, national emergency, and said, well, COVID's a national emergency, so under the law, we could give people... Uh, loan forgiveness because of COVID. And no, the national emergency phrase was connected to the rest of the sentence in the paragraph that talked about specifically active duty military people being called into a national emergency situation. This is lost on a lot of people. What you pointed out a few minutes ago is true. They realized that they couldn't get this through Congress. So just go ahead and do it. By the time it makes its way through the courts, we're probably beyond at least the midterm elections. That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. That was the strategic decision. We saw this back in 2012 when Obama knew he could not get any kind of amnesty through Congress. He set up the dopey DACA program, deferred arrival, deferred uh, for childhood arrivals, deferred action, <clears throat> which, of course, led to the dreamers. Uh, this seems to be the uh, thing that a lot so, of presidents use because of a frozen Congress. They can't pass something they want. So these young progressives thought Biden was their hero because they were ignorant. Nancy Pelosi, I heard the clip driving in today on a news show. Nancy Pelosi said very clearly in an interview that the president does not have the power to forgive loans. Like, uh, the, uh, like full stop. A declarative sentence. She said he can delay it or postpone it, but he cannot forgive it. Only, and and that's said, what happened. Trump actually stopped student loan payments, and yeah. then Biden extended that, but nobody said we're going to forgive the debt. That was the break people got because of COVID, is that yep. both presidents decided you can delay your payments. But that's as far as it can go unless Congress decides otherwise. And, and the Democrats in Congress, they control Congress, right? right. They, never, they never passed that bill. Conveniently. Chief Justice Roberts even mentioned that what about people that didn't take on student debt? What about a high school graduate who borrowed oh. money to start a business while a classmate went to college on a student loan and now he's getting his loan forgiven, but not the poor guy that borrowed money to start a business? It, right? That makes it, a good point. It's horribly unfair. You pay off the loan or, or you know, you make decisions. I mean, we made decisions on how we were going to spend money from year to year because we knew... Our guys were going to college, and it was going to be expensive. I mean, I mean, uh, a lot of families do this, and and so you do you do have to sacrifice. You do have to, you know, put off pleasures. At the very least, you could have kept the money and invested it. 
and made more money out of that. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's so wrong and so unfair. And by the way, the recipients, a lot of them were going to be wealthier people. You know, wealthier people send their kids to wealthier colleges, the colleges where it costs seventy-five or eighty thousand, and they pay full price because they don't qualify for scholarships. So you're going to give those families a break? Well, why would you do that? And we all have to pay the bill. That's that's almost a half a trillion dollars of tax money. We all have to pay for this loan forgiveness because the debt doesn't go away. It gets just transferred to the rest of us. Bro, guess who showed up outside the United States Supreme Court today all fired up over this debate? It's old Bernie Sanders, the U.S. senator from Vermont and a couple-time presidential candidate. Let's listen to about 30 seconds of him. In America, we have 45 million Americans, young people, drowning in student debt. And I have talked to people all over this country who literally delay having a family, can't have any kids, they can't afford a car, they can't afford to have a middle-class life because they're drowning in their student debt. In America, you should not have to face financial ruin because you want a damn education. Right. Ah. He sounds like he's ready to croak. Well, you know, he is. He's also in his eighties, right? Yeah, the other one. Uh, that that's just hyperbole and lies. There's nobody drowning in debt. There's people who make bad decisions with their money. It's a really bad decision to borrow a lot of money that you can't conceivably pay back. No. You know, it's your fault if you're in a lot of debt. Well, the way we read the arguments today in the Supreme Court, probably the decision will go against Biden when it comes out in June. But, can never tell. But Progressive judges just want to wish things to be true. Oh, it would be so nice if everybody was forgiven their debt. But it's a, it's a fairy tale. That's not the law. You can't have a system that works like that based on everybody's fantasy wish list. It's, it's immature and childish. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There's new research out on uh, more than 300 adults, and they have found that short people are more likely to have psychopathic traits. Oh, come on. Well, that's what it oh. says. Mm -hmm. They have uh, more uh, uh, psychopathic traits, more narcissism. Men Ooh. or women? I uh, bet you it's men. It's No, gender didn't matter. It makes them uh, uh, more unpleasant, especially Ooh. for those who wish they were taller. It makes them uh, be much more show-offy, confrontational, interested in power. Hmm. What a nice, what a nice thing. <laughs> You're piling on today. <laughs> I know. Keep keep it coming. I can take it. Oh, I missed you yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> Her computer freezes. I know. I didn't say you were a psychopath. I was just reading a news story, all right? Yeah, well, people can connect the dots that you're drawing. So. Dots. Clearly. Really. Uh, there is, well, yesterday we spent some time on the show talking about uh, the prison system in California and how they want to close more prisons. Their prison population now is down to about 95,000. It was well over 150,000 not that long ago. So, you know, we can see the consequences out there. More of these people are free in society uh, because bills like AB 109 and Prop 47 and 57 were designed to make sure people do not go to prisons. And then you have these legislators in Sacramento 
now with the supermajority of uh, powerful Democrats who refuse to move any bill along that could result in more prison time for people or a bill that would actually create new prison time for prisoners. We learned this, and we're going to talk about this more next hour, but remember that fentanyl bill, which was introduced that would basically treat dealers of fentanyl where the person ends up in an overdose situation and dies and so many young people are buying drugs through social media and not realizing that they're laced with fentanyl and sometimes can have disastrous consequences. They wanted to go after them like drunk drivers, but it got nowhere in uh, the public safety committee in Sacramento because, again, we don't want anybody to be added to the prisons. So the latest bill that's coming out of Sacramento, and it was tried last year and actually failed, was they want to put it on the ballot to remove slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment for crime from the state constitution in California. It's actually passed in state like Nebraska, Utah, and Colorado. You can't force prisoners to work. Exactly right. Uh, That is in the code of California right now that they can force you to work. It's a form of rehabilitation and also restitution. But Constitutional Amendment 8 will be known as End Slavery in California Act. I like the way they... And you you notice the way... When you you see that on the ballot, whenever you're understanding what it's about, you're like, oh my God. (laughs) Slavery's still legal? Yeah, we got to stop slavery. What what is this, China? Uh, Why would they do that? Uh, If it's passed by two-thirds of the legislature, the state senate and the assembly, it'll be on the November 2024 ballot for us to decide. Um... The arguments, of course, are that you should not force prisoners to do anything that they don't want to do. Uh, people make office furniture, I guess, the prisoners do. They make clothing and food products. Of do course, they still license make li- plates. license plates. Oh, that's yeah, still it's going on. on. Nice. License plates, sell equipment. They do print services. And, of course, some of them work on fire crews. They're good at license plates. Those are, those are very consistent, high quality. Do you, you like the license plates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think the, the, the prisoners do good work on that. Uh, they think that participants return to prison 26 to 38% less often when they are part of some sort of work program. Of course, because they get some personal satisfaction out of accomplishing things. Making yeah, stuff. I mean, why just sit in your cell ha- and ha- stare? No, because you turn into, a, into a, a, a bigger psychotic. But if you spend your days doing something and then there's, there, there's pleasure in, in doing a job well. There's an accomplishment. At the end of the day, you know, you have 52 license plates or whatever it is you did. Now, and then you realize it's like, you know what? I could, I could live and be content when I go in the outside world. I'll get a job. I'll do something every day. I'll make money. There's no reason to be, you know, a violent idiot. Well, so, that's a terrible idea. Of course, it's a terrible idea. One thing we talked about yesterday was that the prisons are still costing a lot of money. The State Department of Finance estimates that if there is a minimum wage requirement with this, it could cost another billion and a half dollars annually. Yeah, I, I, yes. And, but all right, if they give a minimum wage, then fine, give a minimum wage. How how about not give all the raises to the prison guard uh, union? Well, somebody made a good point. The money should go to victims that they, that they committed the crimes against. The, the, their wages oh, should go to a fund. That's a good idea, too. 
for the victims I'm of these for crimes that. that these people are in prison for, whether it's uh, robberies or murders or rapes or whatever. But there should be work, forced work, incentives to work, all of that. They can give the money to victims. They can they can let these guys earn it, anything. But don't get rid of it. Yeah. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk bentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bob kids megan trainer bissell puma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up to Today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.